Hello, hi, honey. Hi. Hi, wife. How hi, are you? Husband. It's so good to see you. I've been at the office all day painting. I'm covered in paint. Yeah. You have popcorn in front of you. Duh. And um, we are talking about how Alex has popcorn literally right in front of her as we're starting the podcast. And she hates when people eat. She hates no. the sound of people smacking. Yeah. It's different. Like, if you're eating something crunchy, you're eating something crunchy. Like, Go good for you. Um, so how the hell did we get here? We you should... love podcasts. I do. I am very new to it, but I have been very much enjoying them. So <laughs> I thought of, I was cooking one day and I was listening to a podcast like all throughout cooking and listening to the husband and wife team. I was like, dude, Corinne, I should totally do this. So I came home and proposed it. And I think a lot of times we propose things to each other and, um, some of them actually get done. Some of them don't, which is fine. That's normal. But your eyes were like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Love me, um, and love me a good podcast. I think we both just started thinking about it more. And we both don't really know what this is going to turn into. Or we don't even really have a name for it. Yeah. So, so okay. Yeah. So, quick history. So, for me, mm-hmm. um, I remember talking to you about the Barbell Shrug podcast, which yeah. was the first one that I was like, Yo, you have to... I didn't really even know what podcasts were until like three and a half, four years ago. Right. I mean, I feel like I'm late to the game as well. So for me, it was like Barbell Shrugged into the Tim Ferriss show, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I don't think you listen to Tim Ferriss. Okay. He's, he, yeah. No, but you've shown me some of his He's stuff. He's amazing. I really like it. Incredible. Um, and I, Tony, Ubertaccio, mm-hmm. Uber <laughs> <laughs> recommended uh, Tim Ferriss to me. Um, oh, what are some other ones I listened to? Um... The Daily. We both listened to the yeah, Daily. Yeah, we both listened to The Daily by the New York Times with Michael Barbaro. Yeah. Amazing. 15 minutes, really 20 good. minutes. Yeah, it's like 20 minutes. Incredible. Um, what was your first podcast that you listened to and you were like, this is, yeah, this is for me? Um, this is for me, me. Like me. outside of someone recommending you a podcast? Oh, like one that I just found and was yeah. like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, you like, dude, I'm a podcast. I listen to podcasts now. Um... I don't know. In the beginning, I was having, like, you were recommending a lot to me. Um, I had some other food blogger friend recommend some to me. But I think the first one I, not really, I haven't really stumbled upon many. It's all been recommendations or people that I listened to were on another podcast. And then I was like, oh, this one's good. And so I just kept listening. But um, um, Caitlin Bristow. (laughs) <laughs> who was a former bachelorette. She's freaking hysterical. Uh, and I that I don't is know off why the I vine, so right? Off the off vine. The vine yeah. Why is it called off the vine? Because she drinks wine. And she's like obsessed with wine. And she drinks with her... With her booth With her guests. Yeah. Oh, with her guests. Yeah, no, what yeah, kind of people have, does she have on the podcast? They're like celebrities? The or Hold this a little um, bit closer to your face for me. No, they... Um, wait, it's going to fall off the table. Um, she has like... She's had a couple different former bachelor and bachelorette contestants. And... Uh, She's had, like, her best friend, which was really funny. She's had her fiancé a couple times, so... What's her fiancé's name? Is that the dude with the suit that I loved? Yeah. The inspiration for her? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. What other ones, uh, what other podcasts are you into? Um, So that husband and wife team that I've just recently started, the Skinny Confidential. Um, Skinny Confidential. Yeah, which I think is a misleading name, but um, really like it. Um, The Daily. I Around the time of the election, I was super glued to the NPR politics podcast, but yeah. s- since I, you know, try not to. <laughs> <laughs> we can tackle, we can tackle politics but in, in another, another time. episode. Yeah, <laughs> but the Daily does it enough for me now. Yeah. Um, Stand by for airplane. Whoa, yeah, what was that? <laughs> was it a truck or an airplane? Oh. We're, by the way, we're in uh, Bushwick, Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. um, uh, no, if Tony's listening, he's crawling out of his skin. Sorry. It's, Bedstuy. Sorry, apologies. Whatever. Sorry, Tom. We are literally on the border of Bedstuy and Bushwick. Um, and right then he ne- would say, "Not literally. <laughs> the borderline is five blocks that way." <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, what's funny is we were we uh, just we'll get back to the podcast again. Say, but we lived um, on the borderline of Bushwick for a year, two years, two years, two years, and then we moved across. We moved about. 500 yards yeah. away yeah and we're now in bed so it's just Whatever. a little bit weird for us I still to, say we're to get used show. to um yeah i mean i think i started listening to podcasts seriously in like 2013 20 no i wouldn't say 20, 2014 
Um, it was Barbell Shrugged, and then I got into Criminal when we were living. Uh, is that the serial one, or is that yeah? Uh, I see. So yeah, Criminal, and then and serial was like with the Adnan Zayed story was like in which you're not into because you're you don't like murder mysteries no, really all that much. Yeah. No. Um, I have yeah. my own little murder mystery playing in my head when I'm walking to the train <laughs> at 4 a.m. Like, I don't need extras. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Anywho. Welcome to the world of audio. <laughs> um, so, so what do you want to talk about? No, I do. I have a plan. What's your plan? I would like to talk about how we moved to New York and the first, like, mm, the first 12 days we lived in oh, New gosh. York. Oh, gosh. So that's a crazy twelve days. Graduating college in two thousand. Right into this, right, baby. Right into the mic. Do you want me? To... Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Jesus Christ! All right, give me one second. A newbie. All right. What's your name? What's your name? What's my name? The fuck off my set, bro. <laughs> Uh, the first 12 days of moving to New York was absolutely incredible but and scary. But how did scary. we get to New York? Very short story. So oh. I was graduating college. I got my BFA in dance, Bachelor in Fine Arts in dance. And uh, throughout my college career, people had said, you should go to New York. You'd do great there. And I had always, my immediate thought after was, no, I'm not a big city girl. I don't like crowded places. No, thanks. Then I just started thinking about it more and figured... Might as well try it when I'm young. Um, And then it just became a like, well, what if I don't go? Like, this is something that I just need to try. And we were living long distance. We had lived long distance at the time. I think we were finishing our third year long distance. Yeah. Um, Or I think close to. Close to. Yeah, we were. Yeah, close to. Because I did a year at Cal State Fullerton and then my two years at San Jose. Um, And I brought it up to you one day. I said, this is what I'm thinking. What do you think? And. You had lived in Long Island and didn't have, like, a super positive. <laughs> well, I think most people that... Well, you... <laughs> most long... Isn't it? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you, at, I think, at that time, thought Long Island was the same as New York. Didn't really want yeah. to be back in this space. Yeah. And I was judging were... my... I was yeah. judging my New York tenure on the people that I'd met living in Long Island. Yeah. Moving also, along. I wasn't the greatest person living on Long Island, but that's a whole other Moving story. along. <laughs> um, you weren't super sold on the idea. Yeah, totally. And I thought about it more and was like, well, I don't like this long distance thing. But, and I said to you, I'm going whether you're coming or not. And if, we, if you don't, like, that's fine. We'll still keep doing long distance. I don't know if you could say the same, but I didn't have any doubt in our relationship of not like making it oh, if yeah. I had moved. And it would have sucked, and I probably wouldn't still be here if you weren't here. But... Um, but I think, well, how did you decide that you wanted to come? Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, my, my, um, my original, my original standpoint on moving to New York was like, absolutely not. Cause I didn't have a great experience, but, yeah. um, I, I mean, I didn't want to. Did it scare not... you when I said I'm going? Yeah, whether... for sure. No, for sure. Cause I was like, at the time I was doing music and, uh, mm-hmm. in a band that was, wonderful and talented but i can hear myself breathe i feel like this is too close to me <laughs> it's not i can turn i can turn you down is that better yeah thanks it's a little better <laughs> yeah cool all right um no i think i think um uh, i was very focused on music and i was in a band that was um albeit very talented mm-hmm. um full of extremely incredible musicians just wasn't commercially making it successful so i was like trying to figure out like how do i pivot and you know i don't want to not be where you are because we had done long distance for so long mm-hmm. um i think new york was like a challenge it was like um i could be a big fish in a little pond yeah back in modesto which is you know totally cool and that works for some people or you know uh to to quote my buddy joe rogan on the joe rogan <laughs> podcast who is who is one of my favorite podcasters of, of course he's incredible um uh, you got to get comfortable with getting uncomfortable so i mm-hmm. think it was like it would have been more uncomfortable for me to not be with you yeah um and be comfortable as a small fish or as a big, big fish, fish in a, a small, small pond yeah. in in back in California mm-hmm. um, than to be with you and be comfortable and be... Who doesn't like to be comfortable? No, absolutely. But also be way, way... I mean, 
maybe not really, but like feel way underprepared for the amount of talent that's in New York. So I think that was like the big shift for me was like, I went from, you know, the artistic, there's like the artistic side and the, the emotional side. Mm -hmm. So although the emotional side won, uh, I think that the artistic side has blossomed because of Uh, that. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. What about you? What was your, we just, so we decided that we were going to do this and you were coming along for the ride. Um, we did a chest run kind of, we never, we had never been to New York. So you and me, well, sorry, I had never been to New York. You had been once, once twice. With my mom. Yeah. Hey mom. Hey. Hey mom. Um, so hey, you, me and Casey, Casey's your brother. We came out here the f- May, the May before moving here. So we were planning to move in August and we came out in May to just visit and look at neighborhoods and stuff. Um, and we had stayed with someone through Airbnb, and we were telling them, yeah, like, we're moving back in, in August. We don't really know where they want, we want to live. And they had offered, if you want to rent out our room again, you're more than welcome to. Just email me. And they had said that they would kind of give us a deal under the table to, to not book through Airbnb. And Yeah, don't do that, folks. No, don't. Which, don't that do was, that. Airbnb was really new at that time. Um, this was, I think, right around the time. Yeah, it was 2012 or 2013. Which I, to, to, yeah, I just listened to the Airbnb podcast. I should know when it really took off, but anyhow, Airbnb anywho. early so on, 2013. We contacted the people and they were like, "Yeah, we won't be there at the time." No, actually, I don't think they told us that. No, they were like, "Cool, great." Yeah, yeah. And they said yes, 100. percent Yeah, but this totally. was not through the Airbnb website. And it was like a month before, and I'm like, you know what? I haven't really heard. I can't remember her name. We'll just call her Susie. I haven't really heard from Susie. I don't wonder like if everything is okay. I haven't really heard from Susie. Well, I haven't. Um, and it's just like five days out. And it was like I remember thinking it like a month, and then not really doing anything. Like I'll just give them time. And um, then it was you know a couple of days before still hadn't heard anything. Reached out again, but didn't hear anything. I remember, and I don't remember the timeline, but I remember the day of. We're driving to the airport with all of our stuff. Calling all of our, them wait, all of our stuff being two, two bags suitcase. each. <laughs> yeah, two suitcases each. <laughs> two suitcases each. Um, calling them, emailing. emailing, texting, like, and still nothing, and thinking, the we fuck? might not have a place to stay. <laughs> um, and we had stayed with someone in Brooklyn. Do you remember his name? I You're mean, horrible with names. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. He had a beautiful place. Was it in, Zach? I don't think it was. Was it Zach? Anywho. He was he was, he was re- big time hippie. He, he lived by John and Z. Yeah. Uh, Park Slope. Yeah. Really cute apartment. Super What's up, John nice. And Sub- <laughs> um and so I hit him up because he had said same thing. Like if you ever come back, just let me know. And I called him and said, You were shit out of luck. Yeah, Please can you help we... us? And he was like, Yeah, you can totally come like when you arrive in New York, but I have someone you have two days. Yeah. He was like, you have two days. So we arrived on a Wednesday and he said that they were having, he was having guests already planned for Friday. So he said, you can spend the night Wednesday and Thursday, but then you got to be out of here by Friday because I have to clean you gotta and go. change. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go. <laughs> um, so we were like, okay, that's fine. Like, we'll just figure it out. And I had been, I wanted to do it. I wanted to find an apartment without a broker because I was like, fuck that. I don't want to pay a broker's fee. Which, which kids, which, you should absolutely not do if you plan accordingly yeah, you can if you do plan, it it you is can. possible it is totally possible we People ran into time. some crazy ass circumstance which yeah. we're, we'll so explain. we so okay so but we had had you had had two appointments made with a broker like let's just see what they can do yeah and so we moved here with our friend matt and matt and nikki but nikki wasn't moving yeah at the but time. matt was here so the three of us were on the hunt for the apartment and the i remember we arrived like late on wednesday and then Thursday morning, we wake up and we're about to meet our first broker. And I look at the weather and it's like 95 with the humidity of a thousand and raining. And I looked at you and said, what the hell am I supposed to wear today? Like, I, I can't wear I feel clothes like, for w- rain because it's like going to be so hot. flip flops. Oh, we did. Yeah, we wore fl- 100% rainbows. True California. Yeah, yeah. Duh. Monsoon. Yeah. It was a monsoon. Yeah. And I decided to wear a hat. Who knows why? I think because it's raining. And my head, face, I don't know. Anywho, um, we go to meet this wonderful, beautiful human being named Alham, and she was showing us around. And we went to see. We don't even. I don't think we even saw one apartment. We were getting out of the cab, and you had like whispered to me, like, "I think I'm gonna like call it off with that other broker." 
And I was like, yeah, she's great. <laughs> and so we had told her, like, we were going to meet with other people, but you are our girl. Like, let's do this. Help us out. Let's make it. Let's make it work. And gosh, did she help us out. My gosh. So we looked all over. We walked around. Sweetheart trudged around in the rain, showing us all these apartments. Not, and okay, sorry. Not just trudged around in the rain. We went in a gigantic circle oh, we saw all every, over we Manhattan. We saw so many apartments. From We started in the Lower East Side. Yeah. Worked our way all the way up. And went all the way across in again. Harlem, <laughs> all the way back down. Yeah. We saw, I, I wish I remembered how many. Over 10. Over 10. Over 10. Oh, yeah, easy, easy yeah. over 10. We and saw so many was... shoe, bo- that was such a rude awakening. We saw so many shoebox of apartments that Nikki and Matt were planning on sharing a room together, but they needed two different beds. And it was like, no, this physically, you cannot put two twin size beds in here. So yeah. how the heck are we supposed to make this happen? Well, also, I think, I think like, doing that gave us the understanding well understanding that like you have the apartment has to speak to you like it's like a it's a thing like (laughs) it's a thing and also if it doesn't then you have to have someone that can like whisper about (laughs) the apartment yeah we'll get to that later we'll get to that later so okay so alham showed us so many apartments over the course of two days Mm -hmm. we were on we were on the second day. So early, so okay, so early morning, second day. It's our fourth day here. Mm-hmm. Fourth day here. No, talk, third. Third day. It was here. Thursday. Talk about oh, the morning. No, talk no, no, no. About, it was Friday. So it was yeah. the third day, Friday morning. So third day. Talk about what happened and trying to get. So okay. we had to leave the house that we were in. Talk so, about hitting up Jack. So we were we were packing, and I'm like looking and packing like we had two days but it was repacking re zipping our bags we were zipping our so bags me you and matt yeah reorganizing our bags and trying to get it and out of the house I'm, and we're like where the fuck are as we gonna you go? guys are doing that i'm looking on airbnb trying to find something like very cheap and affordable and i see this little apartment in washington heights is that inwood inwood way way washington heights yeah Way up there. Fucking Canada. (laughs) Yeah, we were looking at apartments (laughs) in Canada. Um, And I messaged her, hey, we're looking to like book your room tonight. And she replies back, yeah, I usually leave and go to my parents' house while I rent out my space. She books out the entire apartment. Yeah, but I can't do that. But you're more than welcome to stay on my couch. Hi, Jude. And um, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. Jude just jumped up onto the table. Jude is our cat. He's Um, a big boy. And so I'm like getting kind of confused and I was like, why don't you just call me and we'll work it out. And I type out my number and then I press send and I see that the message says, call me blocked. Yeah. They had blocked out my number. So then I say, okay. And then I type out the numbers. (laughs) I almost said my phone number, which it's probably not a big deal, but who knows? (laughs) Um, I typed out each individual letter. Eight. Or each individual number. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. (laughs) But spelling. Yeah. Spelling it. And I think you tried still, like four or five blocked. different ways. I, and then email. I tried so many freaking things. I don't know how. She somehow called my mom because I think that was my. Hey, mom. Hey, Nora. My, hi, Nora. Um, it was my emergency contact. So my mom calls me and she at the time had a landline. Oh, and so God. she had two phones to her ears and was like, here, talk to Jacqueline. And like put the, put the phones together. And I was like, wait, mom, what? So then finally we got a hold of Jacqueline and she explained the situation. It was so sweet. It was just like, come, come. And I was like, okay, but we have, there's three of us and we each have like huge suitcases. We just moved here. And she said, I live in a shoebox. This will not happen. Well, okay. So, so so going back a little bit. So the morning of you, that whole thing happened and we like, okay, cool. We have a place to stay tonight. What are we going to do with our bags? So what are we going to do with our bags? And then, um, so what's really funny about where we met. Alham is yeah. literally a stone throw from where we live away. now. Yeah. Um, but we ended up, anyways. We'll get to where we ended up. But yeah, so we're morning, morning of. We come to. A, we're gonna come see a couple of apartments in mm-hmm. in Bushwick, which we which we did. Um, and Alham meets us at this coffee shop, and we have our bags, and we're like, yeah, we're like we don't mm-hmm. know what we're gonna do with mm-hmm. our bags. We oh. didn't have our bags at the time. We just were. Oh, we had left them at the house. Yeah, we had left them at the house, and he said, just hold them, but we'll I'll put she them said. in the living room. She no, said. no, no, the guy who we were renting. The space oh, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, they, you just have to be out. Just let me know when you're gonna. That's right. Do with your bags. Yeah. Yes, and then she. Long story short, she was like, I think. Let you me could, make a call. Yeah, let me make a phone call. And then what'd she say? She said, let me make a call. And she called her husband. And they were living at the time in the basement of a building. 
So it was also very small. And they had just moved there. And I think her brother was staying with her as well. In Astoria. Mm -hmm, In Astoria. And she said that her husband said it was okay that we could keep our bags in her apartment. Insane. Someone that we knew for less than 24 hours. Yeah. Amazing human being. So we were like, let's do this. We rushed back to the Park Slope apartment. And if you're unfamiliar with the um, geography of Brooklyn, look it up because it's pretty amazing. So we went over to Park Slope, picked up our bags, got in a cab, and went over to Astoria to drop off our bags at Alhams. And then we then, then we got on public transit. And then we went all the way up. No, we looked at a couple more apartments. We found the one that we wanted. And mind you, this is a Friday. And so we, like, this is, let's do this right we, now. We didn't just look at a couple. It was oh, we, still yeah, we raining. We looked at a shitload of yeah. apartments. But we found the one we wanted, which worked out beautifully and perfect. But it was a Friday, and it was after five. And so also, we, word to the wise for anyone that's thinking about moving to New York, which this podcast should be, like, a really, like, it should be a, a piece of advice. Any Anytime you put an application in for housing on a Friday, do not expect anything oh. until fucking noon on Monday morning. And God forbid, it's... The Monday a, was a holiday, which happened holiday. to us. <laughs> which happened to us. So we try and get... And then we're filling out the application. And of course, because we don't have jobs in New York yet. Sorry, New York. We've just been here for two days. Also, we, we none of us have, made one hundred and fifty thousand well, yeah, dollars. We were all broke. We were straight out of college. We all had. We each had to have guarantors. So Matt's on the phone with his dad, trying to get information. And these people are like, "We need bank statements and pay stubs and your electricity bill and all these crazy things." And, and he, your mom's stock accounts. I know, it was and ridiculous. Like just, well, it was yeah. crazy. I don't think that's the norm, but it's. Fuck, for it this was particular, it was ridiculous. So we so didn't we, get the application in by Friday. Or we did, but it was late and it was like, who cares? We still have to wait. And then that Monday was a holiday. <sighs> Took forever. That being said, though, Alham was in contact with us throughout the weekend. Oh, yeah. Even she though was, she didn't have to Because she is an angel. Yeah, she was amazing. Because she's an angel. There, um, are great, there are amazing human beings in New York City. There are. And there are angels floating around. And that she just, was also, side note, she... Be, I feel like when we were visiting... And for the first couple days we lived here, I did not want anyone to know that we were a tourist. I was like, don't ask anyone because I don't want anyone to know. I want to, I want people to think, think we are confident even though we're not. And she had lived in the city for years yeah. and was still asking people, is this train going? And then I realized, oh, okay, it's fine. And then yeah. seeing people, New Yorkers, interact with each other and being so kind. Totally. It's People get a bad rap. But anywho, so we fill out the application. We go get dinner. And we're, I remember we're in Union Square and just like, oh gosh, I can't believe Where this Where did we go happened. to dinner? Do you remember? Chipotle. Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we went to the Chipotle. Or I don't know if we actually got food there, but I remember right. going We're from the- California. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So I'm let's talk sure about. We did. So before. We before, didn't. I mean, it was. Before we, before we got approved, something else happened that something I want to mention. Another angel was another sent angel, down. Yeah, another angel happened. So you, you the, first, you. the first day after we were looking at all these apartments, we were soaking wet. And Alex had previously mentioned that she found uh, this woman, Jacqueline, up in the Heights. So after we're done looking at apartments in Brooklyn and all over Manhattan, we make the hike up to Canada. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh. Fucking everyone can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised you're not clawing your own eyeballs out at this point. <laughs> so we make the hike up, and we meet. We so Jacqueline, we somehow get her number, and she's like, "I'm at this tequila bar." Yeah, it was like a cantina. Cantina. She's like, "Come, like just come meet me." And so it's me, Alex, and Matt, Matthew, and we show up, and we must have been look looking a little worse Haggard. for the wear. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we tired, had like a backpack. Like we're yeah. all we just put the application in on the apartment. Yeah. Yeah. We're like. Got all the paperwork in on time. Emotional Yeah. And we, I think we must have just slumped down. And she goes, I'm getting all of you tequila shots. Like, what do you guys want? It was just like, what do you want? Let me just buy you guys a drink. She just greeted us literally with open eyes. Literally. The biggest hug. And just like, oh my gosh, sit down. You must be so tired. Let's get you a drink. Yeah. Do you need food? So fucking sweet. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Jacqueline. Yeah. Third angel. Yeah. Yeah. She knows how much we love her. Um, so we sit there and we proceed to have multiple tequila drinks with her, <laughs> go back to her place. She yeah. sets up so beds sweet. and everything. Yeah. 
she's like, I'm so sorry that I'm here. Normally I leave. I get, yeah, and we're like just so happy to be we... so happy to be there. <laughs> no. And uh, over the next, over the course of that weekend. I feel like we, how long were we there? We were there we seven were, days. Yeah, we were, we were there, there for seven days before we got approved. Yeah. And she took us no, to boot camp. No, she took us to New York New boot camp. camp. <laughs> <laughs> what was, so for me, I don't know what it was for you. Yeah. The most profound thing she yes. said was, uh, I was talking about city streets in New York. Yeah. And I didn't realize this, but like, she's like, uh, so streets, evens run east, odds run west. So avenues. Explain that. Explain that. Okay, so in New York City, you have avenues and you have streets, and the streets are numbered all the way as you go up. Manhattan. One to like one two to two hundred something, whatever, two hundred twelve. Which and, if you're at two twelve, you're yeah. If you're at Street two hundred and twelve, you're in right, Canada. Right, right, right. And and the <laughs> avenues run from the left side of the island mm-hmm. to the right oh. side of the island. Um. So. The other thing that she said about that was like, e, uh, so the streets, streets go north and south. Nope, avenues run north and south. That's right. No, but the streets go higher in numbers. Yes, from, that's what I said. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. So yeah, as you go, yes, that is correct. Um, but she's like, even streets uh, run east, odd mm-hmm. streets run west, mm-hmm. avenues run north and south. Mm-hmm. So if you're on an even street. And it's a one way. So what direction? On... What way is it? <laughs> give me, give me a number. <laughs> well, if it's it's thirtieth. If it's thirtieth, it's, it's even. So it's running east. There you go. So if you're if you're coming out of the subway and you're coming up on thirtieth and you see all the cars going in one direction, you know, oh, that direction is east. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can orient yourself. Yeah. And I still use that. Oh I my still gosh! Use yeah. That. Yeah. What's another thing that she said? Um, Did she tell us? No, Java told us about the subway tokens. Yeah, Java. What else did she tell you? I mean, she told us the horrifying fact that, and I don't remember the numbers. (laughs) You're talking about the rats. Oh, God damn it. To every human in New York, there are like four rats. Pull that up. Pull this up on, no, pull it up on your computer. What was the statistic that she said? It was like 22. I feel like she was like 22. To every human, there are X amount of rats, and it was more than five. Terrifying. Less than 20? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think it was double. I don't think <laughs> she it was like, double digits. No, of course. I you think she, she was said like, 100. Jacqueline, get at me. Tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like you said 22. No. But then she also... Google I mean, rats per person in New York, in Manhattan. Rats well, per person was ratio. rats per and it popped up. 8.4! In the five boroughs of New York, 8.4... Oh, wait, wait, no, I'm sorry. And there, the five there are 8.4 million in 2014. Some rats estimates putting the number of rats far higher than as many humans. Four, four rats per one human. In Manhattan? In all of the five boroughs. In all well, that's four. that doesn't okay. It's still a fuck ton of rats. Think about how many flipping people live here, and then all those rats. Four of them. But every time That means there's two people in this room. There are there could be eight rats in here. <laughs> Jude and Franklin would not let there be one rat. No, 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 no way. Okay, so uh, other, I mean, she just kind of also t- t- talked to us about different neighborhoods and like what they're good for. And she was one who told us about the High Line when we met her for lunch that day. Yeah. She said, "Go walk down the High Line," which is one of my favorite things to do. And I always tell tourists to go to the High Line. It's it's awesome. It's amazing. She was in, she was she our was the she and we still are homies with her. Yeah. Yeah, we're still very I'm close hope, with her. Yeah, I'm hoping she can come to our New York wedding because I miss her. Yeah. Um, her yeah, so Shout then, out to Jacqueline. We yeah. love you, honey. So then we lived in Harlem for a year, and then we moved to Brooklyn. We were in our beautiful, amazing loft apartment for two years, and then we moved here, and we just renewed our, our lease. Corey and I have lived in how many apartments? Like, Oh, God. I was talking to Nathan about this. Cause I mean, yeah, it was a question, Nathan's getting was a ready question to move. In our, at our trivia. Nathan is my business partner. Um, I mean, for a while there, we were moving 14? every single year. And we've been together for 10 years. 14 so. times, I think. And yeah. We're really good at it. In the last 10 years. Yeah, we're great at it. But Brooklyn must be our place because we've renewed two leases yeah, here. Yeah, first time ever. Yeah. Amazing. High five. High five. What's up, Brooklyn? Yeah, so... I also were, just I also just signed a lease on an office space in Brooklyn. What's up, Brooklyn? That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, Brooklyn. Hey, hey. <laughs> Um, yeah, we love it. We love so yeah, it. that's our story of how we moved to New York and 
here we are four here we years are. later when and i said and i'm sure all of the people that we love in california are saying yeah alex i remember you saying that but when i moved i said one two years max you said two years max I said and then i started saying that too because yeah. i didn't think i was gonna like it no neither did i and then and now i love it la- and, and then do. two years I two years love new york i know you I do love i know it. you do <laughs> and then two years after two years okay two more years Maybe, and no, now we're no, at the four year mark like, so do, we can do one more year no, I I think now we're I at the four-year mark, and I've signed, quickly, we've signed another lease, and I just signed a lease on an office yeah. in Brooklyn. But I mean, I've I I remember sitting with you in Whole Foods, and we were talking about what our like six month, six year, ten year plan, whatever couples do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I remembered that was only that was less than a year into. <laughs> Go ahead, crunch that popcorn. Go ahead. I'm going to let it dissolve. <laughs> See, it's harder than you think. <laughs> um, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. It's okay. I just... Oh, crap. <laughs> um, I just remember very quickly learning that New York is a roller coaster and you just have to let go and let it take you because... It, 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 it just I just has was its trying to plan too much and sometimes you just can't plan life well you you're you i'm such a planner you are a you sometimes are the epitome I mean, of a planner thank you norma red for yeah. training me and so i well. am i can't think past next week so in two hours <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean that that is that's i mean i'm just being so honest we are now at the point where we like being here we know we're not going to be here forever but sure we're <laughs> sure well we, when you win the lottery we can stay here i mean get ready okay <laughs> i'm ready when you are no i mean i well the thing the thing with new york is it has its way with you and uh i mean so for me you know i love it, it i feel like I, I feel like i was born on the wrong coast i've said that to many people now i mean come on i don't think you were you think okay keep going no go ahead what were no, you gonna no, say? Keep going. No, I I think I think sometimes I was born on the wrong coast. I love it here mm-hmm. so much. Very, uh, but a whole like a lot of me is very California. Yeah. But what I would say is like I think that New York has a way of like if you can find your thing mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. then it's very it would be very hard to leave. And when I was in Strand, which is an amazing bookstore, mm-hmm. um. There were there's like a almost like a whole section of books about what it means to like leave New York, which is like, yeah, like a thing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's definitely going to be tough. But I think that can be said about any city. Sure. If someone falls in love I felt with the any same, city, I felt the same way about leaving California. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I didn't feel sad about leaving California because I knew we were coming back. I knew. I always knew. Going into going into New York, I always was thought you know. We'll be here for however long, and we can always move back. Same thing as when we go to California. We can always move back to New York if we feel like it. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Well, I think that the the drive of family is is very strong to move back. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of family members, but also, like, we well, Especially now that everybody here. except for my mom lives within, what, 200-mile radius? Yeah. Totally. Maybe more? I don't know. I'm not good with that. But yeah, they no, all live sure. very close to one another, and my mom is going to move wherever we decide so well yeah if north korea (laughs) drops a bomb in northern california it would hit all of our family members except for wow that's dark (laughs) jeez louise just saying what (laughs) Corey? it's awful it's the i mean i mean come on there's the other nice ways to describe our family being so geographically so if not north korea if someone else okay stop talking about bombs gosh Jeez. Anywho, we're going to move back to California eventually. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, when people ask me, like, how long have you been here? Or do you, do you miss California? Do you gonna, are you going to move back? I say, yeah, if my husband did not want to. See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> my husband, <laughs> wink, wink. Still new for um, us, guys. It's still yeah, new. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Hi, wife. Hi. Um, I love you. Uh, yeah, I say, you know, my husband did not want to come here originally, but has fallen deeply in love with New York and does not want to leave. He, if it wasn't for me, he would be here for the rest of his life. But we both want to have our family be close 
to our family. Sure, we want our yeah. kids to be close to our family. Yeah, 100%. So and that's not going to happen in New York. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, but, but I mean, the line of work I'm doing now doesn't, is, I'm not restricted to. And yeah, and I also think both of the, the jobs that we are in and interested in and totally. want to make a lifetime career out of can take us anywhere. And yeah. we are allowed to be mobile. So I, yeah. and especially with well, websites like Airbnb, like it's so easy. For sure. I mean, I say that because I don't know anything about it, but it yeah. it's more accessible to have multiple homes with so many ways to rent it right. out and still yeah, make yeah. money off of it. So we could very well be a bi-coastal family. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, just, just so for, for, for those of you that don't know us, I am a filmmaker and Alex is a dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, you were going to ask me. I'm more, I'm more than just a dancer. You, you are so much more <laughs> than a dancer. <laughs> But literally, um, <laughs> you, we both have our own businesses in New York. Yeah. Tell us about your business and how it got started. Um, yeah. So, uh, I am the, uh, co-founder of Hallelujah Productions. It's a film production company. Hallelujah. A uh, film production company based in New York city. Um, I met my business partner working at a restaurant in uh, lower Manhattan in Tribeca at a place called the Odeon. Mm-hmm. Incredible, incredible restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, I started out doing um, sound for a web series that he was producing, um, and then started... Did you say his name yet? No, his name is Nathan Chang. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Nathan. uh, Nathan Chang, yeah. Um, He's absolutely incredible. Uh, One of the funniest people I've ever met, but musical theater major, went to Emerson. Um, uh, Just an incredible human being. And everyone I've met from Emerson, I hang out with a lot of them. They're all... Every single person I've ever met that went to Emerson, I am absolutely in love with. Yeah. Insane. Um, started making films with him. Um, I'm sorry. So you started working with him on his web series. Yeah. Called. Oh, Chitty Chitty Bailey Chang. Yes. Which is a web series about, uh, how do I put this? A sassy black woman and a gay Asian man who yes. get into all kind of uh, antics into the, in the city. Super, super silly. Super funny. One of the funny, it was so funny. I remember that seeing a couple of those episodes for the first time. I was like, yeah. this is so, you, so funny. So you started working with Nathan. So I told Nathan. Just doing I told Nathan anything. when I, I was like, hey man, can I come get coffee for your production? Because the production value at the time, I was like, this is great. Like, you know. Yeah. He's like, can you, can you do sound? I was like, yeah, I can do sound for sure. So uh, I did sound for, I think, a couple episodes. Met Zach Mills. Mm-hmm. Um incredible now incredible he's a dp all over all over the u.s Mm -hmm. um and insanely talented dude and we started making um we started working on the web series and then i wrote a short film uh to which i showed nate Mm -hmm. and it was like cool can i direct this and i was like holy you showed him the script i showed him the script yeah Mm -hmm. i showed him the script why were you making a short film um for my friend marina Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, I need something for my reel that like kind of shows off like the type of actor that I am. And I was like, well, you're kind of funny. You're sweet. You could be romantic. You're kind of self-deprecating. So I wrote a script specifically like with her comedy mm-hmm. like in mind. Nate thought it was hilarious because he also, we all worked together. Mm-hmm. Um, you worked together at the Odeon. At the Odeon, you, yeah. Nathan and Marina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. We all worked together at the Odeon. Um, and, uh, we made it. I think we made it for like the, the cost of craft services. It was yeah. like. I mean, you hired Zach Hired, in yeah. Hired words. Zach. Zach made you it for free because he's amazing. Yeah. He, Nathan was the director. Yeah. And you had, like, I think five I did or, sound. Five or six actors. Four. I think we had. Yeah, maybe four. Yeah, Charlie, Charlie was in it. Your buddy and, Charlie. Yeah. And My buddy Charlie. Um, Charlie. Um, Marina. Marina. Jillian. Jillian. Um, and the, the mom. The mom. I can't remember her name. Oh man, I'm gonna it's get in okay. trouble. Um, yeah. So <laughs> short film. Uh, Nathan directed it and it was shortly thereafter that we met up I think it was like the day after two days after we wrapped kind of sat down to get coffee and I was just like you know man we should be doing this all the time it was so much fun when did you did that happen so you guys yes we should do this did that happen before your meeting at Gotan or mm-hmm. was that your meeting no at it was the meeting at Gotan so you had your you you Nathan and Zach no it was just Nathan and I but I remember meeting you, Nathan, and Zach, and then that was when I first met Vanessa. You guys had all had a meeting at Gotan. That was not the first meeting. That was not. Yeah. So separately, you guys were just having coffee. So Nate and, and, and said, I got... That was really fun. Yeah, we should do this for Nate and I got coffee, I think, two days after or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it was before I shifted. Because we were still working at Odeon yeah. at the time. I think it, I think it might have been... One, it doesn't matter. Um, but we sat down and we were like, you know, we should, we should, we do, should this. do this. Yeah, we should definitely do this. 
And then it, Zach was on board. Zach was on board, and yeah. Then, and Vanessa, and then and Nate Mel. brought in Vanessa, mm-hmm. um, and Mel, and um, Zach. And Hallelujah was born. Yeah, Hallelujah was born. Um, so we're two years in. Uh, Zach is now. Well, this is your. This we're two is, years yeah, in. Two true. years in, yeah. So we've moved. Uh, we had an office in in Midtown for uh, a year and almost a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach is now a full time DP in New York City. Vanessa is mm-hmm. now a full-time voiceover artist for mm-hmm. audible um and nate and i are making films for all kinds of different people <laughs> uh yeah making tv shows and uh yeah hallelujah is two years old um melanie nathan and i are now making all kinds of films and um yeah it's great and you just moved to brooklyn we just moved to brooklyn three days ago three days ago Amazing. no uh, yesterday sunday S- sunday well we moved some stuff in saturday some stuff in Saturday. Yeah. But. Yeah. yeah. Just moved to Brooklyn. It's incredible. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That's that's a little bit about what I do. Uh, cool. Talk to me about your business. Okay. What do you do, Alexandra Shepard? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, I remember it very well being my first winter in New York. Oof. My first winter, period. <laughs> that, was, that was a big one. 2013 it, it was, was a terrible winter. It was a terrible winter, City. and it was my first. I didn't have a winter coat. I thought I could just layer. Don't. Awful. Get yourself a sleeping bag. Um, and I, it was rough. That first winter was rough. I had always, I'm such a, as I mentioned, planner and a scheduler. And being out of college and out of school for the first time, it took six years to finish school. So that kind of could tell you how much I love school. <laughs> um... <laughs> And yeah, and well, just a side note, now she's in grad school, and which now is I'm amazing. In law school. She loves it. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, that first winter was really sad for me. It was hard feeling like what am I what am I doing? What am I doing here? I don't have a plan. Plan again, plan. I Big time planner. Big time planner. Big time planner. <laughs> um Yeah. I I guess some may say it was uh what, sad. Seasonal defective disorder. Sure. Um, a little bit of that. I don't. I mean, you definitely hit you. You were yeah, not yourself that first yeah, winter. It was hard. You were. You were. And in, you were very internal. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. And uh, I remember talking to you a little bit about it, and you, being the wonderful um, partner that you are, said, "Well, let's let's make a game plan. Like, let's sit down and talk about what we want our goals to be." And I knew I wanted to work towards something. I knew that I wanted to have to make my own schedule. Um. And very, <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm really proud of you. You haven't farted yet. I'm, tr- I'm really trying. I to thought happen. for sure we would have heard you fart and or me burp. So, kudos to both kudos of us. To me. <laughs> um, and it was around that same time that we invited Tony over for dinner, and I don't remember what I made him, but I do remember making banana ice cream. Meeting Tony should be its own episode. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that's what that's what I said today. Is Tony should Tony be our should first be the guest? First, yeah. Um. And he said, yo, Al. <laughs> yo, Al. Yo, Al. He still this, does that. And I love it when he calls me Al. Um, Tony, you can call me Al. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said, this, this is really good. This needs you. This, like, the, and well, the he whole, said, he where said can I whole, get this recipe? Yeah, the whole, like, he's, the whole dinner he enjoyed, not just the, the ice cream. <laughs> but he, and he was amazed that it was vegan. And um, he said, this needs to be in the internet. People need to know what you're doing. This is really, really good. And he strongly influenced me to make my own website and my own food blog. And Dancing Ginger launched in March of, what was that? When did we move here? 2013? 2013. So, so 2014. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So March of 2017. No. Nope. We're in 17 right now. March of 2014. March of 2014. Yeah. And I, at the time, like, I, I'd had dreams of, like, I want to, you know, help people with cooking and I could give them cooking lessons and I want to coach them and blah, blah, blah. Um, and so May was my birthday and my sweet husband <laughs> threw me a surprise party. He wasn't even here. He was at a wedding in California and he threw me a surprise party. And our friend Paul, Paul, was there. And I was, he had found out, or he saw on Instagram that I had this food thing. 
and he said yeah i need help because i'm eating pop tarts for dinner <laughs> and i I'm said i'm eating a rat poison for dinner <laughs> Um, he was not eating rat poison, which, I mean, I who knows how far away rat poison and bomb darts are from each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I said, yes, you do need help if you're eating pop tarts for dinner. Let me help you. And I didn't really know what that would become of. And I, long story blew short. Up. That shit blew up. Yeah, I did. I started cooking for him. And I remember calling Dude Tony. Got swole. He yeah. got, he made he, some massive some gains. Ma- yeah, he did. Um, Taking his, I remember, taking his sack lunch to Deutsche Bank. Yar. Yeah, he did. What up, Paul? Yeah, Paul, my first customer. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, I started going to his house once a week and cooking for him. And I think that first time I cooked, it took me so long. I remember I had an audition and was just racing to that audition. Well, it was after. also like a food audition for Paul. So you had like two auditions yeah, like in one day. Um, Thank and God at he the liked time, the food. Yeah. <laughs> He, he, he was the best first customer. He was super easy to please. Um, I don't think Paul's ever said a bad thing about anybody, though. No, he would never hurt a fly. But he would tell you if he didn't like the and food, And he though. has before. Yeah. He had. He, like, oh, yeah. and I, I tell all of my customers, um, you have to tell me when you don't like things. It's not going to upset me. It's not going to hurt my feelings. I have to know so that I don't make it so, for you again. So what, just just to be clear, okay. what, do you, what did you do yeah. for Paul? What so did that look like? I grocery shopped. I went to his house. I cooked a bunch of food. He, at the time, said he could take care of breakfast, so he just needed lunches, some snacks, and dinner. And You killed the snack game. Oh. (laughs) Snack game on point. Um, So I go to his house. I cook all the meals. I package it up in individual containers, clean, leave it in the freezer or refrigerator, and bounce. So when he comes home, he has a week's worth of food. Um, We started off with six or seven lunches and dinners and then it quickly he learned like i don't need all this food scaling. i really only need scaling yeah. It, yeah um and then someone else from the gym um found out so i we both Corey and i both started working at a crossfit gym when we first moved here um and someone else from the gym someone else found out and then someone else found out and then someone else found out and then soon enough i had six clients i think i had six clients at one point which was really hectic and hard and did not i didn't really know like any business I was charging, I think 10, I was charging $10 a meal and then they reimbursed me for groceries. So I yeah. definitely was not making as much as I could have or what I should have for the services I was providing. Cause I was making, I wasn't making one meal for all of my clients. Everything is individual for that client's right. needs yeah. and food preferences, dietary restrictions and goals i was cooking for people who wanted to lose weight i was cooking for people who wanted to gain weight i was cooking for families with picky kids i was cooking for women who had lots of food allergies so well it's also interesting that you were cooking i mean so for all intents and purposes you're vegan sans yeah i mean i've been the rule sometimes so yeah i mean i think that veganism is a sliding scale don't edit that out (laughs) well i'm 100 percent editing out the part don't edit out the part um, we're just coming, if you're, if you're just joining us, cause I've cut it out. I blew a hole through no, the floor. I'm going to edit out the fart. It I farted it. I farted it so hard that there's now, <laughs> I can see my downstairs neighbors. <laughs> Anywho. Anyways. Um, so, okay. So, I, so we were talking about, okay, talk to me. What I was going to say is before I farted, <laughs> was that you're cooking, you're cooking meat, pork, fish yeah i dairy I follow everything vegan lifestyle and not but my all of my customers are not some of them are vegetarians some of them are i had one vegan client but do you find it difficult to make meat for yes, people sometimes because the you don't act, taste you don't taste your food no i don't but you well, you yeah. yeah i mean i've had usually, I, you've cooked me fish and it's yeah, amazing usually so to answer your first question yes and no I think the first time I made, I, the first time I was cooking for Paul, the first meal that I had, to, I cooked him salmon and something else, probably chicken. Um, it was really challenging. Like, touching the meat, I have, I mean, it was it was hard. But it's a job. Do you and think? I had to, like, mind over matter it. And now I'm so used to it that it doesn't bother me. Every once in a while, there's, like, an extra slimy piece of chicken that grosses <laughs> me out. If you could see my face, I'm not making a pleasant face. Um, or sometimes like fish smells bad and I do it, but it, sometimes it's, I think about, I mean, I'm, I'm vegan because I don't want to 
kill animals. I don't think that humans are made to digest other mammals and, um, or animals. And, um, yeah, so sometimes it bothers me, but I always, I always, um, pick meat that is, you know, as local as it can be, grass-fed, hormone-free. So I, I, if you're going to eat meat, make sure it's clean and make sure it's, you know, not crap. How do you feel about eating like bugs, like crickets or like, because people are making like cricket patties. Yeah, no thanks. Well, I mean, no. So like, so my question is like, if if like all of the cows were to suddenly like disappear from the earth, like is a cricket burger okay? For me to eat or yes. for me to make? For you to eat. Would you eat a cricket? Would you eat oh. an insect? I mean, it's coming. So? Okay, then great. What about, what about? The other people in the world What about beef it? that is, because now they have burgers that they're growing in labs. Yeah, no thanks. That where no, no animals are dying. No, that's even. I feel I I don't know the science behind it, but that sounds even worse. It sounds like fake sugar. I, no. Sure. Yeah. I'm just asking. No. I'm just um, asking. No. So now dancing ginger going going back. <laughs> we went a little off tangent. Well, that's okay. So I started cooking for one, exploded, and then I had to. I at the time I was working. I was a front desk manager at Perry Dance Dance uh, Perry Dance Dance Perry Dance Studios, and um, I quit that. Um, I cut back a little bit at the gym because I was just so busy and, um, now dancing ginger is my main source of income. So you're also, you're across, you're across a part-time CrossFit coach. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, dancing ginger is the main source of your income. Yeah. And what else do and, you do? Um, I also teach yoga and CrossFit at, at a CrossFit studio. I teach Matt Pilates and I do yoga at corporate offices and I do personal training in and out of the gym. So I sometimes I go to people's homes to do personal training. So um, and now you're also a podcaster, <clears throat> apparently, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I want to know five things. Oh no, that people probably don't know about you. Five things that pe- five things that people don't know. Something about that I probably me. know about you, but maybe others don't. Um, five things that like your oh hi Franklin. Hi Franklin. Franklin is our other cat. She's a lynx. She's a blue-eyed lynx. Um, like... Five things that people don't know about me. It can be random. Like, you're really, really talented at folding <laughs> fitted sheets. <laughs> wow. Well, that's... Yes. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's one. Um, five things that people don't know about me. That's it. Um, okay. I'm just gonna shoot it off the cuff here. Yeah. Um... Uh, I always prefer, 100% always prefer to sit on the subway, which is not always the most popular opinion, but my feet hurt. So I mm-hmm. always, if there's ever a chair and there's a woman and, or an old person, like I, mean, I always, you, you offer it, but I yeah, will always yeah, offer it. But if no one's taking it, I'm always sitting on the subway. My feet okay. hurt. I get, I get distracted very easily. Hmm? I get distracted. Very <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. I get distracted super easily. Um, I try to hide it when I meet new people and like, I try to hide it, but mm-hmm. the people that know me very well, like know it. So, so if you're just meeting me, I try to like hide that I get distracted easily. Other than your, um, Richard Simmons podcast, what's a guilty pleasure that people don't really know about? Oh, uh, that is was I getting guilty. too personal? Was I getting too personal? Is that what you're asking? No, no. Oh, guilty pleasure. I'm just um, trying to give you ideas. Yeah. Um, what else do I like? What's a music could, artist that you like that people probably wouldn't assume you like? Oh man, um, I love the Budos band. What's the Budos? Yeah, Budos. Can I pull some up yeah. real quick? Is um, that the Spanish band? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so there's Budos and there's also <clears throat> Hector Lavoe, who oh, yeah. is like the chef, yeah, soundtrack guy. But through we, that, we used to we used to be pretty regular about having Taco Tuesdays at Dancing Ginger's yeah. house, yeah. And it's it's a whole thing. Like he puts music on, I make the tacos, yeah. This is like when I'm feeling like when I'm feeling like I just need to like have that like if I'm feeling down or like low energy like I put this on and this is because of Ned at Houseman like Uh, he used to play this shit and I would just be like tired bartending and just be like oh yes yeah it's good and it's also it's I feel like this is gonna be the podcast theme music (gasps) oh my gosh yeah <laughs> I like it. It's good. Yeah. 
Yeah, so um, Budos is my guilty. I mean, it's not. I'm not even guilty. No, it's just something that. Also, no, might not I know assume. what it is. I know what it is. So you are the one that has the croissant tattoo, but uh-huh. I have been not telling you about this. But I've been You've having. Been eating oh, so many croissants. I'm turning into one. I know. I'm turning no, no, into no, a croissant. I don't croissant. know that you're turning into I, a croissant, but you, you. Ever since we went to Paris, I, I have know. fallen. I am just like every time I see one, I'm like, I need that I croissant. Need that croissant. Unless it's in a plastic bag. The struggle bag. is real. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. No. Fuck that. Not worth it. Fuck a plastic bag. Yeah. Not. No, thank you. <laughs> fuck that seven days from Sunday. No, thank no you. Way. Yeah, you know that that's not going to be a good one. Not today, Satan. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a no for me, that's dog. It's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you? Was what, that what five? Are, it, I don't it's know. Probably five. It's close enough. What are, what are five? I, so, what, are, what, are, what are five things that I don't know about you or that someone that people, doesn't know yeah. you? may not know because i thought oh that would be an interesting thing and then my immediate thought was oh my gosh what would my five things be so i've had time to think about this but yeah i haven't you um, put me on the spot thanks for letting me go first no i think it was great i think it was great um um i don't take pictures of every single thing i eat Corey can attest to that that's true i don't sometimes but goddamn, you post a lot of food well duh i have a (laughs) fucking food blog I have a business that's centered around food. <laughs> I have to. Well, you know. But no, there are some times where I say, it, mainly when we're out like to restaurants, like, no, we're here to enjoy our meal. I don't need to do this. I also ask or, you always. You do. Always. Yeah, you do. Are you going to take a picture of this? And no, like, I don't, I like to, I, I don't like taking pictures of my food. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You absolutely uh-huh. do. I mean, you when you're of. hungry, you don't. Well, no. Come on, I'm gonna call you out there. When you're no, hungry, of course, that's you what I'm don't saying. like taking. But that's if you have time, you're all about that life. Yeah, and if if yeah, if but I don't like the fact that I feel like taking pictures of food has taken away the ritual of eating and like the 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 zen of eating. Like you shouldn't have your like. I don't like that we have our we meaning humans have their phones on their tables when they're eating like it's the same as you know back in when we were kids you don't put the tv on when when you're eating you, sure. you sit and have a yeah, meal with that. people so the, i don't like that i'm like sorry guys i'm gonna take my phone out take a picture but sometimes it's my job and that's what i do hey yeah. i'm a food blogger sorry i gotta take a picture of this oh, yeah so i don't take i a think picture we're well i think we're the, you everything. go ahead yeah go ahead i don't go take ahead. a picture of everything what else um even though i am vegan or I'm not. I'm not vegan. Again, sliding scale. Yeah. I would say. I would say sliding scale vegan is so that a good. So that was my. That was my second. Is even though I live a predominantly vegan lifestyle, every once in a while, I eat a croissant, and it <gasps> oh, has butter God, in it. Say it ain't so. And I'm sorry. And I thank the cows that may have bruised nipples <laughs> <laughs> for giving me the butter. And I thank the farmer. And I thank everybody who. May have been harmed in the eating of my croissant, but listen, I think I think fuck, also like good. you. I mean, I mean, I'm I I'm witness to the way that you live your life. I mean, judging by the fucking mountain of compost we have in our freezer. I mean, dude, like <laughs> I know. whatever. And, like just and, do and you. I, and I joke. You know? I, the other day, oh, I took a bite of your nachos, and Tony looked at me like the fck? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I just need one bite of sin, dude. You know, I mean, I like, live a very clean life. Yeah, I need a little for bit sure. And also, I mean, like I feel like that also might help you. Stay a little sane sometimes like fuck it have some full fat cheese like fucking go for it like, oh what's it has the... i mean it has nothing to do with fat i know but like <laughs> god damn it's good yeah um yeah i think that there I, th- I don't think that anyone should really put labels on their food and and labels of what they eat i don't I so don't you really predominantly eat that. for how you feel like you want to feel yeah, a certain way so that's how you much choose dairy does not work well with my stomach god. and if it did i probably <laughs> would don't eat it. i know it yeah <laughs> yes you do <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that's my second one is every once in a while I do have a cheat. Cool. What's your third one? Um, oh man. Not that we're keeping track because no. I didn't keep track, but, <laughs> um, hmm. what does, now what's I'm something forgetting. that no one knows about you or that they may not know about oh, you? Oh, I already talked about it, but I watched the bachelor and the bachelorette and I fucking love it. <laughs> um, there are days that I don't want to work out. What? I know there are some days where I'm like. No, thank you. No. Not today, Satan. Not today, Satan. That's <laughs> um, going to be a no for me, dog. That's going to be a no. Sometimes, you know, you, your body needs to rest. I get that. It's um, most days for me. I know. It's okay, baby. <laughs> I mean, not my most days. Sometimes. Yeah. Recently. 
Um, what's another one? I had another good one. I can't remember. What's your stance on shaving your legs? <laughs> um, what's well, something that someone may I, not know about you shaving your legs? Oh, the fact that I, I mean, this shave whole, my this legs whole... every couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this whole, this whole conversation sounds from Jenny. Hi, Jenny. I think we've hit all of our close friends and family members in this podcast. I mean... How often do you shave your legs? Yeah, like once every couple weeks. And in the winter, once every couple months. Why? My legs are always covered. How are you married? Your husband must be a saint. That that is rude. (laughs) How are you married? I'm so... Oh, hold on a second. Beauty comes from within. What did I tell... What? I'm sorry. Sarah Housebian, God is my witness... I said to you, you don't have to shave your armpits, and you fucking flipped out. I, I was didn't like, flip out. Yes, you did. You were like, <laughs> oh my god, that's so gross. If you have armpit well, hair, that's okay, so gross. Context: We were just we had talked earlier about how both Sarah and I think male or female armpit hair is nasty. So my armpit hair is gross. Let me see. Lift your arms. Uh, it's not that bad. Your hair's thin. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's thin. What about chest hair? No, that doesn't bother me. Does it bother you? No, I don't know. It's something about, I don't know. It's like, it's dirty and it's sweaty and some people's armpit hair kind of just looks like a bush. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's a little nugget. But, That's a little nugget. But to each their own. If yeah, you don't sure. want to, sh- like, I'm not, I, I'm definitely, totally. I'm a feminist in many different ways and I, you know, everybody has the right to do whatever they want to their body and their body hair. Sure. So some people like that and that's fine. I don't like looking at it so much. See, I, if I see armpit hair on the so side, I it doesn't bother me. So I shave my armpits totally. all the time. But, but like what legs, I'm saying is like, nah, I don't care. It doesn't, I, like I see it, it doesn't yeah, bother me. Yeah, it doesn't bother you. It doesn't really bother me. Anyways, what's one but more I thing? But I think you might actually have a different perspective of it if you were partnering with someone and you didn't know you were oh, going to get a face full of armpit hair. Yeah, if you're a dancer, yeah, that's, that's a thing different. too. Yeah, for sure. Um, I can't think of something else. I already t- I mentioned the food that I don't take pictures. I cheat on my veganism sometimes. I don't like to work out every day. What was my other one? I don't remember. Oh, I watched The Bachelor and Bachelor. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That was mine. Cool. So... I think we should wrap, yeah. but I want to know what are you most looking forward to in the next coming days? Paul McCartney tomorrow. Oh, fuck yeah. Why fuck do I yeah, keep dude. forgetting about that? <laughs> I forgot about it until we... you were like, hey, Paul McCartney tomorrow. <laughs> I know. Again. Yeah. yeah that's just me. Um, looking forward to Paul McCartney. Um, <clears throat> what else? What's today? Today is the 18th. Mm-hmm. September 18th. Uh, tomorrow is the 19th. Go and see Paul McCartney. The rest of the week, uh, moving into the new Hallelujah yeah, office, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about you? I am also very much looking forward to Paul McCartney. Yeah. Um, Second time you're seeing him. Yeah. I never, I never thought there would be a time where I would be lucky enough to see him once, let alone twice. Dude. I mean. <sighs> hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. <sighs> yeah. Um. I feel like that's like john looking down just being like alex specifically for you oh um um i am also looking forward to the fact that i have my first dance performance on sunday and i haven't had a performance in like two years very cool so i'm i'm really looking forward to that yeah man very cool yeah what are you most looking forward to about that specifically what do you um, think, like, what what kind of emotions, like, when you think about it, what's the one thing that you're like, this is what I'm most excited about? Oh, what do you mean? Other than, like, performing, like, what is coming up for you? Like, because it's been two years. Like, what's what's going on? Are you nervous? Um, no. I don't usually get nervous when I perform unless, I don't really get nervous when I perform. The only time I've ever really been nervous to perform is when, in in college, when I performed a solo that was set on me by one of my mentors, Lori Burney. And it was a very personal subject for her. And she was in the audience and I felt pressure is not the right word, but I wanted to live up. You wanted to be good. I wanted right. to live up to what it meant for her and what it meant for me. And I was a little nervous, but it wasn't the fact that I was the only one on stage. And when she wasn't in the audience, I wasn't nervous, but I wanted to sure. make it perfect for her. Um, <laughs> So I don't really get nervous when I perform. Um, 
But I'm, I'm sure, I mean, I will have nerves, of course. But I view those nerves like some of, like, it's exciting nerves. There's, like, adrenaline. There's sure. a little bit of, of course, nervous nerves. Um, yeah. Cool. I feel Great. pretty at peace. I feel mainly positive and excited. That's good. Yeah. I know you haven't been feeling that way recently. No, I have been a little bit negative on yourself, but you can I have been. talk about I mean, I have too. We can talk yeah. about that. Next time. Next time. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, if you want to check out Alex, her Instagram handle is at DancingGingerAlex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to check out Corey, his is at AtlasFox, which A-T-L-A-S-B-O-X. was his old band, AtlasFox, because oh, he was man. the singer. Also, if you're into film, film production, cameras, mm-hmm. anything, it's... Hallelu Productions. How do you spell that, sweetheart? Hallelu, H-A-L-L-E-L-O-O. Productions. Productions, yes. <laughs> All right. Um, until next time, this is uh, this is Corey and Alex Shepard talking about life, talking about uh, moving to New York and mm-hmm. being a ma- newly married couple Yeah, we'll in talk the about that entrepreneurial time, world. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll have a whole wedding marriage podcast. Yes. Oh, man. An episode. That'd yes. be great. Yeah. I love you so much. I love you too, baby. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>